You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices. Hey guys, Basil Gordon here, and I have not done an episode of The Rewind in a minute, and I I was going to do my first episode coming back with just a whole bunch of topics, but honestly, you guys, honestly, I have a really, really dope interview with Brett Barish, who is the CEO and president of Sovereign Brands, and in case you guys don't know, Sovereign Brand actually creates uh, Luke Belair, which so many people love. They So many people drink. So many people use as a trophy. It's like a, it's almost like a symbolism of being able to celebrate great things that you've done in life, right? So I have that interview coming up at the end of this, which is about 10 or so minutes. But of course, we definitely have to talk about what I've been up to and... And I also want to make sure you guys know what is going down with Hades Town, which tickets have literally gone on sale now. Okay. As you guys know, Trey and myself, we actually went to LA, um, freaking Broadway across America flew us down there just so that we can be there for opening night and interview all of the actors. If you guys have not seen a clip of Hades Town, here is a clip for you. All aboard. Now, tickets for Hades Town are literally on sale right now, okay? However, you only can see it July 12th through the 17th. You do not want to miss it. I'm going to be honest. I see a lot of these musicals, and it's not that they're bad, but I don't necessarily have that inkling of, I want to see this again. Look, I really want to see Hades Town again, okay? So make sure you guys tap in with it again. Tickets are on sale now, and you will only be able to see it here in Seattle at the Paramount from July 12th through July 17th. Now, in other news, of course, we have to talk about what I've been up to, aside from my Seattle media mixers, which have been doing very, very well. We recently brought back the panels. Uh, My first panel had Asia J on it, Christian Gray on it. It had King Only on it. My second panel recently had my girl Jazz and Kariba Jack. Next month, I'm not going to tell you guys what I have planned, but trust and believe if you've been kicking yourself in the caboose because you've been missing out on these real Seattle media mixers, I suggest that if you are an influencer and you're trying to work with brands, you don't miss this one. And speaking of my media mixers, quick shout out to my sponsors. Obviously, we have Converge Media, which just because I'm over here at Converge doesn't mean that Converge has to be a sponsor of the things that I do. So I truly appreciate Converge being one of my sponsors. However, we also have Market Street Shoes. And you guys know I love a good Market Street Shoes moment. And aside from Market Street Shoes, we have Friends of Waterfront Seattle. So shout out to all of our tile sponsors for the Real Seattle Media Mixer. Honestly, without sponsors, it's almost impossible to keep an event like that for free. So I truly do appreciate you guys. Now, in terms of what your girl has been up to, let's just talk about this weekend. All right. This weekend was Pride Weekend in Seattle. Obviously, it's Pride Month, but we 
we had the Seattle Pride Parade on Sunday and it was the perfect day for it. I want to say it was about 96 degrees outside. I was there with the Hits 106.1 team um, and we just lived our best lives. Yes, that was me riding around on a scooter because honestly, I just felt like if I'm going to be in 95 degree weather, walking through a parade with no umbrella so I could have a little shade, I might as well have a little extra fun and roll around and get a little extra wind in my hair. You know what I'm saying? Now, afterwards, of course, I ended up going over to Seattle Center for the actual festival. And there were so many people there, you guys. I'm not going to lie. When I first got there, I was like, oh, I'll just give myself a little glass of wine and then I'll head on home. The line was so long that I was like, you know what? (laughs) I have things to do. And by the time I walk to like a CVS or a Whole Foods, I would probably have just been getting to the front of that line. So I ended up leaving. But hopefully if you guys stayed, you had an amazing time because there was a ton of people there. And so far, I haven't heard anything bad about this year's Pride Parade or the festival that happened afterwards over at Seattle Center. Now, after I went to Seattle Center, I did go home. I got my wine, did a little show recording. And then I went on out to, I want to say it's called the Mountaineering Club. It's over in like U District. And that party, Oh my goodness, you guys. First of all, it was my first LGBTQ party ever. And you know what? (laughs) I thought I knew how to party. Check this clip out. I don't know if you can tell, but we definitely lived our best lives and more on this particular day. And honestly, I can't wait to hang out with all these people again. Like no tea, no shade. I don't know about your friends, but me and my friends, we definitely know how to turn up. There is like this one TikTok where it's like, oh, don't let this class fool you. I love a good hood jam. Yes, we all love a good hood jam. We love to get work done, but we also love to party hard and just really kind of let off some of that steam. Anywho, you guys, I would love to know what you have been up to over these last few months. Obviously, I've been very busy, but I'm pretty sure that you've been busy too. So drop below. Let me know what you guys have been up to. And also, if there's any events that are going on that I should know about, you guys know I always like to share different events right here on the Rewind. But again, I didn't want to ramble too much because I want you guys to get into this interview with Brett. All right. So we're going to go to a quick commercial break. And when I come back, we're going to talk a little more about this interview and then we're going to get right into it. Why do you think that they told you that it wasn't going to work and that it was never going to happen? Like, did they try the product and they didn't like it's, it? Like everything, you know, when you're when you're going up against big companies and people who have been in in your end, it doesn't matter. It's in your space and radio as an example. Everyone tells you your ideas are not good enough. They're not smart enough. They're not right. There's a saying I just sent to my whole team um, that I read on the back of a, a tag for a, that a clothing designer friend, Kid Super, has. If your idea doesn't work, you're you're crazy, and if your idea works, you're a genius. Mm. Well, that's go for it. Just go for it. Go for it. Go for it. It works. Now, when it comes to my interview with Brett Barish, I actually was very surprised that I got that interview. They reached out to me because they saw that um, I was on the same station as this other show called Tino Cacino Radio. And Tino is a beast in the radio world. So shout out to you, Tino, because that is how they actually ended up finding me. The interview was amazing. It was so insightful. And I'm not going to lie. I learned a lot of good tidbits. And I even had a lot of clarification about how someone can take a brand like like sovereign brands and, you know, maybe the first 
uh, drink that they drop doesn't do so well, but then everything else goes number one. I definitely had to ask him about branding. I definitely had to ask him about marketing. I had to ask him about, look, who really creates your brand? Like, do you create your brand or do the customers actually create the brand? Because at the end of the day, if your customers isn't buying what your brand is, something's not right or you're not trying to reach the right people. So I had to ask him all that along with my favorite question, which was, you know, he kind of said something along the lines of because he was trying to do what other people were doing and it wasn't true to himself, his brands were failing. So, of course, I had to ask him, look, now that your brands are doing well, do you think that it's because you actually found yourself? So, look, I want for you guys to get into this juicy, juicy interview that I did with Brett Barish, who happens to be the CEO and president of Sovereign Brands. Make sure you get that pen and paper out because trust and believe you're going to want to take some notes. Hey guys, Basil Gordon here. And look, I haven't done an interview at the radio station in a very long time. So I'm happy that I'm able to have a guest that you guys might know, but you might not know that you know, okay? Mm -hmm. Right now, I have Brett Barish with me. In case you don't know, he is the president and CEO of Sovereign Brands, which as you can see, look, he owns a lot of things that you guys already drink. Welcome, Brett. Thank you, Vesta. Thank you for having me on. And my family was right to your left. <laughs> your family is very, very That's nice and very welcoming. <laughs> They're very inviting. So, OK, let's start with. Um, Sovereign Brands, yep. it's such a cool name. Where did the name for your brand actually come from? My mom named it. Um really? My mom named it. She said, why don't you call it Sovereign? And and it's the reason she came up with the name was uh, my grandfather. Her father had a, a, a company or a brand called Sovereign. And I didn't even know what the hell it meant. And she's like, it's a perfect name for you. And I went and I remember I remember, looked in a dictionary because and uh, it means to be on your own. It's like an island. Do you do your own thing? And it just it was perfect. And my mom comes up with great inspirations for me to, that I leverage all the time. And this is one of them. So, you know, you literally have the number one sparkling champagne right about now. Like yep. there's no one that has at least not seen this bottle once in their life. OK, and this is your flagship brand. So can you tell us a little bit before we even get to the flagship brand? How did you get to creating that flagship brand? Like what brought you into spirits? Well, let me just first say you just hit it on the head. And we're, Bel Air is now the number one single volume champagne brand in the United States. Um, it's amazing. And I don't say that boasting. I say that for anybody who's out there listening, uh, all my brands have one thing in Conbessa, and that's everyone told me you can't do it. It's not going to work. It's never going to happen. Uh, and uh, look what's happened. So it's a great, great position to be in. Why do you think that they told you that it wasn't going to work and that it was never going to happen? Like, did they try the product and they didn't like it's, it? Like everything, you know, when you're when you're going up against big companies and people who have been in in your end, it doesn't matter. It's in your space and radio as an example. Everyone tells you your ideas are not good enough. They're not smart enough. They're not right uh, for for Bel Air. Uh, we launched, uh, in, they're different. This is a different product. We launched uh, 
in the in the champagne category, you start with a brute, which is everyone's main line, and then you come out with a rosé and a demi second, a blanc de blanc. And we wanted to start with rosé, and they said, "Don't do that. It's never going to work." And then we said, "We're going to put it in a black bottle," and they said, "Don't do that. You can't see the liquid." And then they said our price point was wrong, and we wouldn't sell anything. Um, now we're the single biggest brand. Our rum, Bamboo, don't do it. Premium rum's not a thing. Now it's the single biggest uh, premium rum brand in the United States. It's probably the biggest in the world. Um, it's just, you know, it's different. Everything is always different. Uh, there's a saying, I'll give you an example, a great one. There's a saying I just sent to my whole team um, that I read on the back of a, a tag for a, that a clothing designer friend, Kid Super, has. And the saying, oh, wait, hold on. The saying is, can I tell you? Absolutely. It is, uh, if, if you have an if your idea doesn't work, you're, you're crazy. And if your idea works, you're a genius. Mm. You know, that's the, go for it. Just go for it. Go for it. Go for it. It works. You know, I, it's interesting that you said, you know, if it does work and if it doesn't work, because I had a question for you, I'm going to like skip around a little bit. Has there ever been a time in this career where you've done something, you thought it was a great idea, you thought you planned it out perfectly, completely tanked, but it actually ended up teaching you an amazing lesson that you would have never learned had you not tanked? Uh, uh, best of my first brand is that my first brand, which doesn't exist today. Um, nothing was wrong with it. It was a great product, great story, great everything. Um, but I was young and naive and I, everything I'm saying now I didn't do back then. So I didn't trust my instincts. And when someone told me to change something, I'd change something. Um, I, I, I try to be like the big companies and try to act like them. I, it wasn't me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and literally my entire success, my entire company's existence of being successful is based on all the failings. And that's not a bad thing, um, of that first brand, that first six years. Um, and now 14 years, you know, 13 years later, um, I'm still doing everything based on what I, the mistakes I made in those first four, five, six years, everything. Wow. 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 And you know, everyone is always so afraid to make a mistake, but yet it's like, how do you know, how do you learn if you're just always doing things perfectly? Correct. It's like, well, in the music space, I'll give you an example. And I always, I've learned this and it, it, it taught me a lesson in the music space. If you've, I'm sure you've done this. If you ask any artist what their number one commercial hit was, they'll tell you, if you ask them, did you think it was going to be successful? They'll say no. Mm. Didn't like the song, didn't think it would ever do that. And that teaches me the same lesson I teach everybody. you got to throw it out there. you got to try things because you don't know. You don't, if you overanalyze it and overthink it and overdo it and overplan it, it doesn't work. Just let it go. Figure If it doesn't, and again, this was my mistake early on. You know, I overthought it, overplanned it, overdid everything, stuck to everything I, I believed in. Um, and, and you know what? Sometimes not having a plan is a great plan. You know, I, I love that because I've, I even feel like in my life I've planned things. And with doing I have an event called the Real Seattle Media Mixer where I bring in media professionals and business owners for networking. And there was one month where I had like 20 people come and I was like, I was annoyed, but at the same time, I was able to be like, okay, what did you do wrong here? And how can you fix this? And to where the next month I had over 150 people that came because I just really sat down with myself and I was realistic. Like, you didn't do this right. (laughs) 
Yeah. And, and to me, and, and again, I, I treat everything as you can justify anything. You could have justified it and said, you know what, we did well and it really worked. But the key is don't justify it. Rip it apart. Figure out what can I do? What can I do different? How can I do it better? So I don't ask, like, what did we do good? I ask, how can we do it better? And, mm -hmm. and that's how I think. Um, but it's all getting back to your question earlier. It's all based on, you know, it's I make mistakes. I make I try things. I tell my team all the time, try things, try things, try things. Don't you know what what my brother says this. What will get you fired in any other company will get you promoted at ours. And that's really what it is. Because A lot of times these other companies are like, I don't want your ideas, but a company like yours, just with the way your energy is in general, you I feel like you would rather your people give you ideas and be like, hey, maybe we could do this a little bit better rather than just being like me in the corner. Correct. And it's the same. It's the same thing in, in the space that you know so well, which, again, going back to music. You know, it's one of the reasons why we're so active with all our brand ambassadors and all the people we work with. We're not we want to we want people. It's based on energy and excitement and they don't have to be the biggest in the world. They they just be genuine and be authentic. And, you know, when we we had Post Malone, when he had one song, we had G Herbo before anybody knew him. We had a boogie. We had all these people that we just loved and believed in. And that's just as good as as having a Rick Ross or a Khaled or a Wiz or a Wayne, meaning it's, it's neat to be their early days. But that's now when, differently. Now, when you say the, the all of the artists and the influencers that you believe in, is there like is it really just a matter of energy and enjoying the brand is what you look for when you pick out the different people to uh, collaborate with? There, there's no question. And it, it's come from, again, learning what I what to me it's all organic today i'm not it's not based on data and look at who's hot today and look at the statistics and who's following who um it it's it's we want to build a relationship with that person if that person it, it's like a marriage to me you know you don't marry somebody day one you build up to something yeah. and that's what i want with these relationships i want them to last a long time i want them to be in place once you know somebody really well, you know what works with them, you know what doesn't. And the same thing with us. And I, I do, however, need that energy. I need people who love our industry and love entertainment and are not afraid and put themselves out there, have a big freaking chip on their shoulder. They got something to prove. I want the same type of feeling I have um, because you want you want like minds. You want yeah. like minds. Um, and we make mis not mistakes, but Sometimes people grow, they grow, they get too big as an example. They don't have times. So that's fine. Um, but I, I got to find people that I'm comfortable with where it's an organic relationship that both sides win. That's amazing. And, you know, a lot of people are just like, I just want to win. So I just want people to make me look good. And you're like, we all can look good. Why not? Exactly. You want everyone, you want everyone, everyone should win. When I was asked this, when, when bad things happen, you know, to those same people, I'm going to be there for them. Like that's yeah. the key. It's not just about the good stuff. Um, I want to know that if, if something goes bad in somebody's life, I want to be there for them for the same reason as something happens to me. I want, I'm hoping those same people show up. That's the relationships I want. I love that. Um, so let me go back to like a, kind of a question that I said earlier when you were talking about your first brand that did not do as well because you weren't being yourself and you were trying to basically do what others were doing. 
with all of your new brands being so successful, would you say that you were able to find yourself in that time? And that's what also was making it to where these new products were more successful because they represented you more? A hundred percent. So my brands, uh, uh, my brand, everything from Ace of Spades, Doucet, Bel Air, Bamboo, McQueen, Arjun, our newest brand, Vion, um, it's all based on that. It's based on in the beginning, I didn't have patience. I thought it should happen really fast. Um, it wasn't until, and I, I'm very truthful about this. I, I lost everything. I lost all my money. I put it all in this business. And I realized, you know, I had that, that epiphany moment. I realized, you know, I love what I'm doing. It's not about the money now. It is not because I didn't have any, but I still liked it. Yeah. And then everything kind of slowed down. And now it's, you know, it's always been the same where I trust my instincts. I, uh, if anybody's going to screw this up, I want it to be me. Um, I, 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 I constantly, I want people who have the same energy. Um, it's, it's all based on that. It's the brands. Uh, I, I don't, you know, it, it, it's again, I guess in music and I, I always refer back to music. I think it's the same thing. Some artists, it took them 10 years to get there, but they got there. Yeah. Some artists, it took day one, they got there. So I'm going gonna, gonna to have some, but at the end of the day, they're all, I believe all my brands will get there. So yeah. some will go fast, some will go slow, but that's okay. That's okay. Cause I love what I'm doing and I, 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 I blood, sweat and tears in these brands. And I want people to recognize that, that they're very special and, and it's, it's their self-made hero. This is what they want. Yeah. Speaking of that hero, you know, and, and just your brands, like your brands literally have their own vibe and their own voice to them. As someone that has so many successful brands, do you feel like you really create your brand or does the consumer create the brand? It's if a great, but it's both. It, it, so from the, it's a great question. Um, I like that. It's, it's a combination. So to me, it's, it's, um, uh, what what's in the bottle? I use bamboo, my rum. You know, I wanted a taste that's better than our competition. I wanted something that's unique and different. I oh, nice, and you're empty. Uh, you're empty. Um, that's not clear liquid. That's empty liquid. No, it's empty. We drank that. <laughs> um, but I wanted a better tasting product, and I wanted a better story. And and all my brands have the same thing where I can't launch it in the market unless I feel like it's better than what I'm going up against. But once it gets out there, I don't know what I have. And the market and the consumer is the one who tells me. Um, he or she tells me where to go or, or who's interested in it or who wants to get on board. So Wayne loves this brand. He's interested in it. I didn't approach him. Wayne loved the brand and wanted to be a part of this. So it wasn't part of the plan or, or Bel Air. We've, we've got these groups out there, Bel Air Boys, Black Bottle Boys, Black Bottle Girls. That started with consumers. We embrace that. We, we own what the consumer did, and we see its success that way. Um, Bamboo in, in Canada, I love this story. Canada is our single biggest market in the world outside the U.S., and no one from our company has ever been there. Wow. How do you think that happened? It's they took hold of it. And so, to me, some people, you know, I, I, I want to embrace your, you gotta, that's the key to life. Embrace your fans, embrace your consumer, whoever they are, no matter where they come from, no matter who they are, you know, embrace them. And because I'm embracing that market, I'm saying, I want, okay, you like me. I like you. Let's go do something and let's keep feeding that in the country of Latvia, 
which I had to look on a map to see where it was. We, we, we're the fastest growing brand in the whole country. Um, it's not like they're a rum market, but I embraced it because they love the brand. And if you do that, you can always win. I love that. Now, I remember. This one's going to be also, but yep. <laughs> love that. you have a poem back here. Can you tell us a little bit about this poem and what made you decide to put that back there? So uh, this is this is McQueen in the Violet Fog. It's Sargin. Um, it's a, a it's it, amazing rating, amazing gin from Brazil, little town called Junjai outside of Sao Paulo, 21 different botanicals. Um, there's this poem. I think we're the only brand in the world to have a poem on the bottle. Um, and there's two, what do you call it? Stances, uh, stances. And there's four total if you go on the website, but there's two on the bottle and it's about this rock and roll band called McQueen and the Violet Fog. And that's the brand. It's it's got, like you said, Bessa, every brand has got a story to tell. And this one's kind of this dope ass rock and roll band. It's got this eye in the crown, which is kind of like the Illuminati. Um, it reminds me of of Steve McQueen, who is this who is an idol of mine, a badass. Um, it's just a cool brand. And all my brands have stories to tell. And this one is is a rock and roll story that 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 that, that it's it's vibe. Speaking of stories, when I did my unboxing, I only put it on a uh, TikTok, but when I pulled this one out, I was like, this bottle. No, oh, thank this you. Is your liqueur. Can you tell us a little bit about the the liqueur yeah. and also the logo? Like I'm in I'm like born the year of the snake. So Love I see that. that and I absolutely got excited. So this is my youngest child. It's called Vion. It was just launched last year. Um, it's, uh, it competes. If you like cognac, you're going to freaking die over this. If you like Remy Hennessy, Cavassier, anything, you're going to love this. Uh, it's called Vion. It was named after, uh, uh, Francois Vion, who was 14th century French poet, who was an iconoclast. He went against the grain. He was a Renaissance man. He was different. He was ultimately killed by a monk with a dagger. Um, the sword and the, and the snake represent the brand. Uh, it's just a cool brand and it, it's, you don't even need to mix it. You could just drink it on its own. Uh, but it's a great, have you tried it yet? I haven't opened it yet. These four have not been opened yet. Um, I did get there. I, I did the, but the, what's so crazy about your gin is I usually do not like gin, yeah. but I was like, you know what? Just looking, first of all, the bottle's heavy. Yeah. Okay. So it's like the, the bottle is quality. I've never seen a cork like this. That's quality. And the logo just really was like, wow, like this is going to be a moment. So I tried it and then I added like, you know, like a little spritzer water to it with some ice. And I was like, wait a minute. This it's <laughs> and you're you're my favorite type of consumer because I love I love changing the habits of consumers. Somebody who says I don't like gin, I don't traditionally drink gin. Um, it's a great brand and you notice things that are very cool to me and important. The top is actually weighted. I want things to feel expensive. I want it. I want ultimately, I hope you don't throw out the bottle when it's empty. You want to do something with it. Oh, I'm not. I'm putting um, on it. <laughs> even, even other, you, you mentioned the consumer, you know, do, 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 do they dictate? I was with Wiz Khalifa, who's a huge gin fan. And he's like, Brett, I love your gin. Let's do shots. I'm like, shots of gin? I've never done that. 
And, and I did a shot and I love it's everyone should be doing gin shots. Forget tequila, do gin shots. It's amazing. I did a gin shot and you know, tequila, it, <laughs> it can really hit you at the back of the throat. But this, I was like, wait a minute. This, I did not expect anything. It's amazing. Do gin shots, gin shots all day long. So, um, but I got some great brands and some, hopefully some more coming. So uh, we're just getting started. I'm excited about that. Now you do have, there's one more. It's a blue one. Do you Ooh. plan on creating another one of these? Bel Air blue. So this is I, I my own here. Um, Bel Air blue was meant to be, if you ever look at the bottle, everybody, it, it was, it says limited edition on it. And this is one, again, one of those examples of that. My trade thought we were nuts to do something like this. And I wanted to do this. It's the single hottest brand in the U.S. Probably, um, it's hard to find. It's 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 amazing. So, it, at this point, we're going to keep this. This is now our fifth cuvee, part of the Bel Air family. Um, uh, but right now, we're focusing on these five cuvees because we got it all right now. So, you know, I would love to know. Like, there was a. Let me see if I can find it. Here it is. I seen an interview. I can't remember what it was, but when I do edit of this, I'm going to clip it in there because the quote was amazing. You said it's about can you do what you want to do? That's the goal. Can I do what I think about? Can I do what I want? I'm curious to know how Brett manifests his thoughts, dreams and overall visions into reality. It's. I, Bess, I wish I could tell you it's something that's always been ingrained. It's not. I'm a work in progress. I'm still everything you just said is my goal and I'm trying to achieve that. Um, it's been a process of 20 years, you know, more than 20. I was the kid who had unfortunately had didn't know what he wanted to do. Um, and that sucks to position to be in. But it had lots of ideas, which is even worse because then you don't know what to do and you don't pick any. Mm -hmm. I found something I loved. And. What I realized is, uh, is uh, I will always have more ideas, but the goal, the goal is to be successful what I'm currently doing, which allows me to do more. And that's what I want to do. I want to keep doing as long as I've got a new idea and that that product is better than the competition. I want to get it out because I want to see myself if we can make it work. You know, I like that you said competition because, you know, I know a lot of people they have this this saying of there is no competition. You are your competition. And I personally do not agree with that. But I would love to know your thoughts on that as someone with a whole lot of successful brands. And you're like, look, I don't want to do what everyone else is doing. Yeah, I, I sent an email to my team saying, say the quiet part out loud. And to me, what that means is I'm, I want to go after my competitors. I have to have somebody to point to because they don't like me. You know, they don't want to they don't want me competing. And that's that's the Moets and the Voobs and the Zacapas and the Hendricks, the world and the, the Hennessy's. And I, I want to crush them. They're the 800 pound gorilla. And if I don't have that attitude, I'm not going to get there because we're the underdog. And, and you know, we're the ones who who we're doing things differently. We're the next generation or my brands are the next generation. So I think it's, I think it's healthy to say it out loud, you know, to have a, have something on your shoulder that you can say, this is where I'm going and I'm, I'm going to get there. Um, because to me, it, it shows 
that 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 19 year old Brett Barish who who thought that I he can't do it. You can do it. You yeah. can do it. You can do it. You can do it. You can do it. Everything is possible as long as you try. It's not yep. possible if you don't try. <laughs> yep. You got to just you got to trust your instincts and go for it. So let me ask you about self-made. First, let's talk about the podcast. Well, actually, what does self-made mean to Brett Barish? It, it means and it all came about, Bessa, because if you go on our Instagram or you see people with our brands, they're always holding a bottle. And to me, it made me realize this is just, they're doing what I do, which is this is a trophy. They've done something. They've achieved something. They feel good about themselves. And it's a to me, it's that it's a self-made moment. I've done something there. There's definitely, you know, uh, you know, I've got a whole team who's been with me or my family who's been with me or people like Ross who's been with me and I need them. But it, it's it's that. I've done something moments and that's what self-made is for me. And I think people should have those moments where they feel like I've done it. You've done it. You've created it. Um, That's what it means. So let's talk about your show self-made because it's a marketing campaign, but it also has a lot of amazing interviews with people whose music I listen to people who I follow on social media. So can you tell us like a little bit um, an I, uh, the idea behind the marketing, which is the show and then how you're picking your guests. So it started most, like I said, everything we do is, is organic. So there's not a generally a plan, mm. but it, it started as I wanted to talk to people who I admire. Some were huge at the time. Some were just beginning um, some are in the middle, if you want to, you know, and I didn't want to hear, I don't get, I don't get motivated by people's successes. I get motivated by hearing all the crap they went through. Cause then it feels like I can do it too. Mm-hmm. That's what motivates me. And I think my first interview was post, uh, post Malone. And, um, uh, I, I you know, it, it little like post story was like one little anecdote is he's talking about when he was in high school and he'd wear, he sees his dad would wear suits all the time and he wore suits and he's wearing suits in high school and wow. everybody's making fun of him and everyone's ripping on him because he's different. Yeah. You know, and yeah. that little nugget is, I think people who like him or, or, or appreciate him or see it being different sometimes is can work against you. But embrace that. And I've gotten to talk to and interview everybody from Wayne to Young Thug to um, Steve Aoki to Nipsey to Fat Joe. Um, I love the music space because I, I, I just think they're individuals, especially in the hip hop world, is usually one person. And my God, that's a difficult thing. Yeah. You know, in, in, in rock and roll, you've got a group and it's, you know, at least you've got a team. Yeah. Um, but I, it's just you. Yeah. I, I, I interview everybody from influencers to business people, to sports people. They all have a story to tell. And I want to get to that, that grind part. Cause that's, what's motivating. You know, I'm curious to know with all of these motivating people being on your show, have, is there like any particular person that came on that impacted you? To where you were like, I am never going to forget this quote or this moment. They all do. They all have, you know, it's 
it's Nipsey showing up and we uh, and it's just him and he's 10 minutes early and and, you know, him telling me stories about how we he had to, you know, in, in Compton, you just you got to pop your trunk, Brett. You just got to do it. And I didn't know what that meant. And he's explaining it to me. And that's that's what it is. Or it's Russ saying, you know, he'd, he'd go on 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 like SoundCloud and he'd follow his fans and it, it, he saw his fans were in Washington. He went to Washington. He built around his fans. He went to went to the Middle East. They thought he was Middle Eastern and he built around his fans to to uh, Fat Joe and and telling stories, not that not from getting to there, but all the you know, he he lost everything a couple times while he was up on top. You know, so they each have stories. The the new one I interviewed, his name is Aspect Zavi. Told me he's in, he's uh he's a, now becoming a singer. He's a dancer, um, very very uh, talented. But he said, I just got a new apartment and I got I got my furniture, but it's not fully decorated. And I asked him why, and he says because I I want to feel comfortable. Mm. I can't. So all those little things are just nuggets that I, I love that energy. I need to hear that. It motivates the hell out of me. I love it. And, and it's like, you know, it's always great when you see people that are in such an amazing place in their, their career and in their business. And it's like, I can still be motivated. You know what I mean? I can still learn. I can still be inspired. Like that's an amazing quality to have. And, but it's also fun because, you know, I think if you ask that question to people, I'm sure you have, would you change anything? Right. Mm -hmm. 99% of the time they say no, yeah. you know? And I remember interviewing Tyrese and I asked him that he said, hell yeah, I change everything. You know, it sucked. I wish I would have learned. I would have changed, you know, so it's good to hear the opposite. It's mm -hmm. healthy to hear that because you're going to pick up. He's right. In some ways, God, I wish I could have changed certain things. I wish I could have done some things differently because it would have been a lot easier and I could have gotten there faster. Um, but I think also that side's healthy to hear. Mm -hmm. Especially in like a, a world social media where everything is so perfect. And it's, yep. You know, it's airbrushed, it's face tuned, it's edited, it's clipped, yep. it's tipped, it's tied up in the back. So to like hear someone that you look up to and you've just like, oh my goodness, this music has gotten me through X, Y, and Z. But to hear them be like, man, things were fucked up for a second. And, but to me, and I'm sure you've experienced that in your interviews, it sucks talking to people who do it. It's, it's too beautiful. It's too perfect. Cause I, I don't know how to relate to that. Yeah. And I don't think that's real. And I, I just, you know, I, I need to hear that, that come upside. I need to hear the crap you went through because to me that if it's all perfect, I, I don't know how to relate to it. I didn't, yeah. it sucked for me. It sucked. Um, and I'm going to tell people it sucked because I think that's the part that 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 gets the other side to say, well, Jesus, he, he can do it. I can do it, too. Yeah. You know, like even me getting in radio, I started on the street team. I told everybody I started out slanging tents, freaking handing out tickets and stickers. And now I'm on I'm in five cities. I'm on the recording academy board. Like I'm doing a lot of good stuff now. And so that's self-made. Like, and that's self-made. That's getting the crap done, doing yourself. You had to start somewhere. It's not easy. Um, and you keep parlaying that and building that and you get to do more and more and more. And that's the goal. Yeah. Um, let me ask you this before I let you go. Which of your products do you prefer to wind down with on a Friday night? Oh, good question. 
Um, it, it's, I'm a, I say, I, I've said this before, I'm a mood drinker. Mm-hmm. I, I don't drink based on the food. I don't drink I, uh, based on the time. I drink based on what I'm feeling. What's that emotion? What's going on? Um, what I feel like. Uh, right now I'm doing, uh, via, we call it the Villionaire, which is half Vion and half mm-hmm. uh, Bamboo Cream, which is our cream-based brum. And I mix the two. Um, we call it the Villionaire. And Bessa, as an example, a consumer told us uh, that was their idea. They mixed it, called it a Villionaire, and we said we love it. We're going to start using that as our own recipe. And that's um, one of you like adapting what your your consumers like and bringing it in and accepting the consumer. it. Exactly. Follow the consumer. They're much much smarter than you'll ever be. And then they all they'll literally tell you, "This is what I like. This is what I don't like." Yep. <laughs> and it's it's great. I mean, it's. It's they're your fans. So you, you got to learn about them and appreciate them and, and, and see what they do with it. And you can figure it out. And uh, um, and again, it's interesting. If you look at our social media, we have more followers than most all liquor companies. That's that's because uh, to me, it's we're connecting with people and we're we're bringing them into our fold. They're bringing us into their fold and we're going to we're going to squeeze. We're going to hug them right back. I love it. And, and, you know, uh, if there was anyone that is watching this right now and you could give them one piece of advice because they want to start their own spirit, what would it be? Uh, it has nothing to do with spirits. If you're going to do something on your own, uh, uh, it, it, take my attitude. If, if someone is going to screw it up, it better be you. Uh, don't, don't, don't change your views based on what other people say. You got to trust your view. You're getting into it for your reason. Um, be the, you know, if it doesn't work, own it, own it, own it. Love it. This might be one of my favorite interviews that I did. Uh, I told you it was going to be good. (laughs) I want to thank you so much for chatting with me, Brett. Um, Hopefully everyone not only got to learn about your spirits, but also just learning about branding. You know what I mean? It's like you are so much more than just someone that sells drinks and things like you have a whole lot of wisdom that people can use in just more than one way, which is really, really dope. So I'm happy that we were able to share this. I really appreciate you having me on. Thank you. Anything I'd possibly do, we'll bring you into our family. So you're now one of us. Yay! Um, anything I could possibly do, please ask. All right. Absolutely. I would love to like have you come to Seattle at some point. I'd love it. Come down to where you guys make the drinks and like do a whole special on that. I am down. I love it. We'll we'll make it happen. I promise. Awesome. Well, thank you again, Brett. I can't wait to see you in person. Thank you, Bessa. Thank you, everybody. Take care. <laughs> All right. That is this week's episode of Rewind with Besa. Look, I plan on doing this once again every single week. Now that at the radio station, you know, when we had our old studios, we didn't have cameras in here. We didn't. We obviously had like the mic setups, but we didn't have like good cameras in here. And the cameras that we did had, somebody else had to run the camera in order for me to be able to record. And I don't 
always have time for that. So now that we have our new studios and we have all these cameras, we have this amazing lighting. I'm not even using a ring light right now. Like literally, this is just the lighting that is within our studio. Um, I'm able to come on here a little bit more and do these things like uh, rewind with Besa. So of course, we're going to bring back the panels very, very soon. Um, but more so before we even bring back the panels, we're just going to make sure that I give you guys all that tea that you've been missing out on. I'll make sure that you guys know what I have going on, what is happening in the city and just anything and everything that I feel that you should know about as always. So until next time, keep up with me on social media at Basa Gordon. And if there is any other CEOs and presidents that you want for me to interview and just kind of figure out like the story behind their brand and how they got to where they are, because I think it's so easy for us to be on the outside and automatically assume that just because someone's brand is doing well, that you know, they had no trials and tribulations. And for Brett, he was like, look, I failed at first, okay? I lost everything at one point. And now he's good, you know? Now he's a number one brand. You can't really go anywhere in terms of, you know, watching music videos these days um, and not see uh, a Luke Belair bottle somewhere in there. It's a status symbol in terms of, like, drinks these days, which is crazy, but it's also amazing because somehow, some way, he was able to build that brand and he was able to really understand what his audience wanted and needed. So, yes, you guys, I cannot wait until we come back. Again, if you have anyone that you think I should interview and pick their brains and figure out how they built their brand and how they just built maybe even themselves because influencers we are brands too and we are also businesses and we have to build ourselves up too so again until next time i will talk to you guys a little bit later and of course have an amazing rest of your day Converge Media produces culturally relevant content for Black and urban audiences. Our coverage is raw, transparent, and objective, praised by community leaders, government officials, and residents. Support Converge Media today via Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal at Converge Media.